0: want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled successful purpose-fueled woman and it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey y'all, Mercedes here for episode 118 of Her Unapologetic Life, and as you can hear, my voice is a little bit rocky. So I'm going to throw in a throwback Thursday this week, so you don't have to listen to this rasp the entire episode. I really want to infuse a little more about high-functioning anxiety this month, as we're rounding the bend to the end of the year. want to just re- remind you, we talked about this a lot, but wanted to remind you again, of the that is and what life looks like with it and what life looks like when we decide to um, banish it from our lives. So Throwback Thursday episode 66 called Exit the High Functioning Anxiety Interstate. Hope you could understand me say that and I hope to be back next week with a new fresh take on high functioning anxiety with my voice back. But Until then ladies enjoy this. Hey there, Mercedes here with Her Unapologetic Life, episode 66. And today I wanted to have a little bit of fun And you know, kind of, we're, we're in a place where we're summarizing um, some of these contributors to high function anxiety. And I thought, you know what, let's do plan numbers. Let's talk about Route 66 and what your scenic route in life or at parts of your life might be. So, you know, sometimes we're stuck on that interstate of high function anxiety, of the rat race, the hamster wheel, you come up with the word, right? And we just need to get off and we can. I think some of us don't for a long time and we think we can't, but I'm here to tell you, and if you didn't didn't know by now, I love helping women do this, help them get into the scenic route for a while to really get into their jam. Um, this past year, 2021, as you know, has been has been ups and downs with stressors. I'm pretty sure one of these days I'll write a blog about it because, um, you know, I'm kind of looking back at some of it and seeing uh, where I was in high functioning anxiety, and also where I did decide to take the scenic route. So, story here: my in-laws, they in winter in Arizona, love visiting them. They're down in Tucson, and I heard that they were wanting someone to drive their truck back, or they were going to trailer it back somehow. And I was just like, "Hey, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I'm I'm in beyond high functioning anxiety. I am in." Distress and probably some trauma right here, and so I was like, "Ooh, I'll go out there and I'll drive it back. I'll take my time. I might visit people. I've got some cousins um, and people I know that live along the way." And I was just wanted to go. And then I got online, was googling the map, you know, checking it out. And I saw Route 66, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I've never really been on much of Route 66 in my life. So maybe once out in Arizona." So I was all excited. Well, you know, fate would have it. there's just too much going on. Sometimes you can't leave the situation, right? You can't get on the scenic route. You are on an interstate where there's no there's no exit in the foreseeable future, uh, but still can all, keep working to slow it down a little. <laughs> so, you know, been there, done that. I really do want to get on Route 66 eventually, but today kind of wanting to talk about um, the importance of finding that scenic route and sometimes even when you can't fully get off that interstate when you want to. Uh, we've been talking a lot about what contributes to high-function anxiety, you know, the inner critic, uh, lack of boundaries, limiting beliefs, self-doubt, indecision, kind of the big umbrella of the self-sabotage. Um, you know, I think high-function anxiety is all of that self-sabotage stuff blended with our stressed-out lifestyle, our outdated beliefs, our conditioning, all those things, you know, um, and us are ignoring what our heart and body are telling us and really wanting so what I say, see, there are a lot of doorways for um, healing and and um, and whatnot, but I also see it just it gets stressful, and we've been talking a lot about the stress, and I'm here to tell you, we need to focus on that somewhat to make the changes, but we really also need to focus on getting off that rat race, taking our own scenic route, the the our, our own pace. The remedy to that, you know, is is just really tuning in and dialing in, and that's. What's really hard for us. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why her unapologetic life is here, because we're just so used to just kind of going along. And I don't know about you, but I need a lot of reminders. Um, so for today, it's just a great reminder that there is a scenic route available to us. And um, it's important, right? So I was listening to a podcast walking to the beach the other day, and uh, two businesswomen were talking about, um, you know, sometimes when we have shifts and changes, it's like taking the stair steps, right? One at a time and sometimes it's quantum leaping. Well, that perked my ears up a little bit because I've been talking about quantum leaping and alchemy and stuff with you all. You know, I've been utilizing some modalities and methods that really help with that in the midst of all the coaching stuff I do. Um, And so it was really cool to listen to that. And I really agreed with that, um, that sometimes it does look like steps upstairs and sometimes it does look like quantum leaps. Um, But the result is the same, right? We're moving forward in our own momentum and our own motion to create that change. And the other piece I was thinking of when I was listening was sometimes to the outer world, it looks like just one little step, but to us, it's a quantum leap. You know, um, it's just sharing something personal, like, let me think of an example, you know, like if I'm really taking good care of myself, eating clean, moving, someone else might just be like, oh, good, she's prioritizing herself or she's you know, taking that time. To me, it's like it just changes everything internally, externally for me, um, in, in my mindset, especially. So think about something that, you know, for you is just it looks like just a little step or a stepping stone, but it's huge. Uh, it's really worth doing that. Um, and I think we're more able to do that when we're on a scenic route, but we'll get to that later. Uh, she also talked about um, living from the three d. Remember I was kind of talking about that and from the ego, from logic, from intellect, which is a which is valid, right? We have a lot of situations where we need to use that. We're in, living in a human experience. We don't want to avoid that. Um, but then she talked a little bit about four d, which is living from the heart. And when we're living from the heart, we're much more able to um, notice things and to make decisions from a place of calm you know, and then spirituality, right, with the 5D is like really trying to enjoy heaven here on earth. Um, and so kind of just extending that conversation, you know, it, it's a little woo, maybe for a few of you, but it, it's kind of like, you know, that whole not just living in the mind, but living in the heart and the soul. Those are just the different ways of saying it. And from heart living, um, I don't know, it's just a place where things are more possible. And so I think wrapping up this month, talking about this whole scenic route, Route 66, heart living, and um, a little bit about living from the heart is is totally amazing. I need it today, so I hope I hope you do too. Um, we've talked about non-negotiables before, like things that are really important to us. That that if we if we have them in our life, it's better. Um, I kind of want to talk today in a different language with it. I'm giving you the language of you know mind, body, spirit. The 3 to 5D, all that. So let's talk about some of this heart and soul living from like habits, practices, or, you know, choosing to be with people, places, things that we enjoy, that bring us joy, that allow us to get in our groove. Okay, so I imagine when you're going off the interstate and you're settling in to Route 66 and you're not in a hurry. Now, if you're in a hurry, this might not work. But if you're not in a hurry, I just imagine... You slow it down automatically. I mean, the speed limit itself is lower, right? And you're just looking around and you're taking in the sights. And maybe you're finding some music that really resonates with you and you're just in your groove. So in life, we are looking to calm down our nervous system, our adrenal glands or fatigue that we get, the fight, flight, or freeze living in survival mode crap that we have. And we're trying to get to that parasympathetic You know, the peace, the calm. My naturopath always says she knows I'm in it when I finally yawn in a session. You know, I can come in sometimes and I can just be living from neck up. And she's like, whoa, get into the body. Sometimes I'm already there. um, But I always leave there yawning and feeling super relaxed. Like I had a really good nap. Um, But, you know, we want to get to that place where our brain is slowed down. Monkey mind, rat race, hamster wheel. It's just... And I know I've talked about this a lot, but it's one of those things where we're not thinking about it. It's not probably going to happen. So um, from this place where we're just like on cruise, um, we're going to be more able to actually handle life and the high function anxiety that comes up. Um, and then we're, we're going to be able to address it, to reverse it and have those quantum leaps um, You know that we... That we want now. This is kind of backwards from what we've been taught, you know. I say you know the measuring stick of success is usually striving productivity, um, measurable outcomes, blah blah blah, right? But when we live like this, the the measurement of success is much broader. It's much um, different, and it's actually I would say more accurate because it's allowing for us to be in our own groove and to utilize our own strengths, and not just what the world says, right? And so it's, it's that concept of you slowing down to speed up. And it's something that um, is kind of like, oh, yeah, that sounds really cool, right? But how many of us actually do it? And then it's kind of like, well, how do we really do it? And I kind of like to get to the why, too. Like, why would we even want to do it? So next month, we're going to dig deeper into that. But for today, I wanted to just share a list of some of my ways to get, you know, in that Route 66 slowdown path and kind of what happens when I allow for that more often to kind of get your brain to start creating new connections, you know, like of, oh, cause and effect, right? So here's some of mine. Um, and I've talked about them a lot, but I love driving. Like I said, a road trip on Route 66 sounds amazing. Walking, hiking, Epsom salt baths, chiropractic care, naturopathic care, Praise music while driving, Um, sipping coffee alone or with a friend or a client, Uh, creating spaces for myself and others, cooking, I love it, Um, chick flicks, uh, comedies with the family, I love laughing, I love laughing, Uh, weekends away with my husband or girl trips, I guess I should add that there, Uh, wine tasting with girlfriends is fun, Um, piling on the couch with the family, just the daily family thing when you look around and you take the moment to be like, This is so cool. I get to raise these two boys and they're, you know, both teenagers now. And so it's like all the things that they say and do in the midst of the dog and the old cat who keeps on to be in the middle of it. Um, And then did I say the woods? (laughs) So I like the woods, the beach, the mountains, anything nature really, and really any season except winter gets a little long for me. Uh, Prayer and guided visualizations. I do well when, I think that's why I like praise worship. I have the words in my mind and I'm praying at the same time or I'm visualizing you know, connecting to my inner child or the future or whatever. So great. Um, my pets, I mean, I'm an animal person. Animals just bring me down um, in a good way, get, you know, down into parasympathetic. <laughs> and I could probably keep going. But these are some of the things that I have been utilizing regularly throughout, especially I've noticed um, in this last six plus months when I've had a lot of just difficult things coming at me that I really can't take off to Arizona and drive Route 66 to avoid, right? Uh, tra- I, would also, I would also, though, add in traveling when it, the time is right. Um, and so if you notice, these are like slowing down, right? Just kind of, or like just t- things that really fill my soul. Um, and what are some things for you that you just know if you do them, you just get in that relaxed state more, you're able to handle life a little better, high function anxiety gets curbed a little bit, um, what are what is your rhythm for life and your ebb and your flow? Are you in tune to that? Or are you right now on a highway and you're zooming and you're not even looking for an exit? You know, kind of gauge where you're at with that um, to see. Because um, like I said, sometimes it doesn't seem like there's an exit in sight. So backing up to, you know, me wanting to leave town, but I couldn't, I really didn't see many exits, but I had to take some. I had to make my own. You know, and so maybe I'm envisioning just pulling off to the side and getting out of my car and leaving the interstate for a minute. Um, But, you know, it's one of those things where you have to be able to take a break and acknowledge that you need it or you're going to stay in the rat race, right? And sometimes the break is miles and miles of Route 66. Sometimes it's the rest area, right? I mean, it is what it is, but all those things I just listed above could totally be rest area time or a few days, right? I love to find like different lengths of time for things. And I have a few things I do pretty much every day now that I never used to do. You know, it's kind of like brushing your teeth. Once you do it, you start to do it. And there's certain things that I could and probably would benefit immensely from incorporating more consistently in my day. But that's my kind of next steps, right? Um, And so that's kind of like how, like, okay, this is what I do in my daily life to do this. But the other part is like, why would I be doing this, and how can I really measure that that is helpful to me? To to sometimes be on Route sixty six, and sometimes just saying, you know what, today I'm going to take care of myself and relax and live into my natural rhythm, instead of trying to solve and fix everything immediately. Um, And so here's some things that I've noticed in my uh, in my life, and then the life of others, because you know I'm I'm always working with women or groups. I now do team building um, with, with groups of people who are um, highly successful and love the productivity life and love leadership, but also do need time to connect and to be, have downtime. So I like to provide that time and space. But anyway, this is what I've noticed in this last six months when I've been in this mode, right? Within myself and them. So a lot of connection or reconnection with self and others, um, awareness and living into that self love that is just, it's amazing for all the roles in our lives, um, time and space to listen to our inner wisdom, Holy Spirit, to others who we're working with, um, to make those decisions that we want to with confidence, right? And then um, it's really knowing, the inner knowing, uh, that I really have a hard time explaining half the time, but of knowing what we want and need, and, and then going for it in our timing. And, you know, the deeper the deeper why of all that is, if if we're living in that space, um, we're more likely to actually be able to speed up and have those quantum leaps that we want to have the productivity that works for us to be the leader that we're called to be, to manage to all these things. Um, and it's kind of, like I said, backwards, we think we have to be on the interstate I'm stamping here, (laughs) but we really need to get on route 66 to get our bearings and then figure out what is for us, you know? Um, I kind of like it to creating your own Route 66. For me, it probably would be too slow to stay on there forever. Get behind a slow car, I would start to get, you know, I do I call it road rage, but a little impatience, and I would need to, like, zoom a little bit more. Um, so, you know, it's just the point is to slow down enough to see um, what direction you want to go in and to really bask in your full potential and really the full potential of everyone around you. You know, um, when we're in a family unit, when we are with friendships and we are a manager or a business owner, um, we are really, it would really do us well to slow down enough to really be like, oh my goodness, this is who I am. This is who I was equipped to be as I serve and lead. And then, oh, her over there, him over there, this is what they're doing. And uh, it really makes life. more enjoyable for, for lack of better words. I mean, if you're really understanding and getting why your kid is behaving the way he is, or your husband won't listen about certain things or whatever comes up, it's just a much better place and space to, to make decisions from, to create thoughts from, to take action from. And that's really the bottom line. Like let's get off the interstate a minute. Let's get on 66. Let's get our bearings and let's kind of figure out where we are and where we want to be. So that's kind of how I want to close it out today for you is to ask yourself, you know, where are you in the road of life? No, nope. I mean, pun intended, right? <laughs> so I love it. And are do you have what you need to keep going in the way that you know you're meant to go? Or are you on a road that you don't want to be on? You know, things like that, answering those questions. And then kind of like saying, do you have that list of things that just help get you off the interstate? Out of high functioning anxiety, um, one of my ma- major goals, of course, is to help others do that and myself. You know, uh, and I've had a lot of practice this past year, but in the midst of it, I've still been a very, um, I would say, powerful and effective uh, guide and um, person to walk alongside people who are also in the same on the same path as i am wanting wanting those things so anyway i think it's exciting to talk about this i wanted to have a little fun with the plan words uh i hope you enjoy the last few days of october and that you get to enjoy some of the fall fun whether it be the candy or the lattes or things that make you feel like um you're connected to self and connected to that this is a harvest season Uh, so yeah next month we're going to be talking a, a bit more about how we can really dig deeper into um that slowing down to speed up but really then also talking about when we're in that state we're going to be able to um, notice and to reharvest harvest much more easily and we will see why that's important too so love it um, thanks for hanging with me today i hope you have a great one and i will talk to you next week or in the group hey there thanks for listening my friend if you like the podcast today please stop by and leave me a review I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.